Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Donna Vaughn, and here are today's top local stories. Well, the neighborhood in and around City Field doesn't only have to be all about baseball. Mets owner Steve Cohen invited Queens residents to the stadium on Saturday to ask for their input on the future of Willits Point. Yeah, we're looking for great ideas, and that's what the session's about. It's about introducing, you know, what are we going to do with this opportunity? We have a blank canvas, 50 acres of asphalt, and how, how do we create something that works for the community, works for businesses, works for now, about 500 people showed up for that event at City Field, including Tom Gresh, who's the president and CEO of the Queen's Chamber of Commerce. He spoke to CBS, too, about some of the ideas and uh, topics discussed. Those 45 or 50 acres, whatever that parking lot consists of, truly is wasted and underutilized space. And so this visioning process is fantastic. And besides a casino, some other ideas that were floated were inclu- included an amphitheater, a link to the marina, and a link to Flushing Meadows Corona Park as well. Well, after today, New York won't be getting any more busloads of asylum-seeking migrants from Colorado anymore. The state's governor, Jared Polis, says they've called off the busing to New York City and Chicago after an open letter from Mayor Adams and Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. The mayor's warned that local governments were struggling to handle the influx and continued busing would just further victimize the migrants. Polis says he had a very productive conversation with the mayors after receiving that letter and joined with them in calling on the federal government to do more to help. He says Colorado will continue to assist asylum seekers who are fleeing oppression to reach their final destinations. Some last-minute contract negotiations today ahead of a possible nurses strike in the city. Mount Sinai has agreed to go back to the bargaining table for the first time since Thursday with some 8,700 city nurses ready to walk off the job tomorrow. The nurses union reached tentative agreements with several hospitals in the five boroughs last week, but still no deal with Mount Sinai or Montefiore. With the strike deadline looming, contingency plans are being made. The Office of Emergency Management is opening up a command center just in case. It's safe to say neither side wants a strike to happen. Patient care is what they all care about. Negotiations went beyond midnight last night, and they say they will go past midnight tonight if progress is being made. And that deadline for the strike, 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. Now, a statement from the New York State Health Department says it's been working closely with the unions and the affected hospitals to ensure patient health and safety in the event of a job action. Now, you might assume pay is the critical issue, but members of the New York State Nurses Association say they're also concerned about chronic staffing shortages. Allison Weiss is an RN at Mount Sinai. I just hope that by Monday morning, we come to an agreement to have safe care for all of our patients, their families, and the nursing community. Now, the strike would affect four facilities in the five boroughs, including Montefiore in the Bronx, Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai Morningside, and Mount Sinai West. That is, if no deals are reached before tomorrow morning. 
The first federal death penalty trial under the Biden administration begins tomorrow at federal district court in Manhattan. It's the case of Saifulo Saipov, the guy who allegedly plowed down a crowded west side bike path in a rented pickup truck five years ago, mowing down pedestrians and cyclists. Eight died in that horrific Halloween Day attack, more than a dozen more injured. President Biden campaigned against capital punishment, but he's never announced any sort of formal policy against it. His attorney general, Merrick Garland, rejected a request from Saipov's lawyers to withdraw the possibility of the death penalty, even though Garland has declared a nationwide moratorium on federal executions. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.